Welcome to the Rife Radio Survivor Podcast, your home for Survivor Water Cooler Peloton. I am your host, not the tribe leader, Zach the Loser, and this show's challenge liability, Brad McMichael. How are you doing today, Brad? I am good. We are not recording this. No, I, I don't want to be the leader. You know, I'll do I'll do things to help the tribe, but I don't I don't want to be called the leader. Uh, see what I did? See what I did there? I see what you did. You know, I normally we record this show pretty much directly after the episode, and I'm kind of glad that we waited a couple days because I was heartbroken, man. I was heartbroken. I feel like if we would have did the show right afterwards, I would have been so irrational about what I said and just so. I was just so upset and angry. <laughs> I know it was like, I mean, normally when we have these crazy twists, which we'll get to in a minute, like somebody stupid goes out, you know, it doesn't really matter who it's yeah. not one of our favorite characters or anything, but everyone loves Malcolm. And just to see like, it, it's like you could see his dreams being crushed as it was happening to him. You even mentioned he <laughs> was, was going if it was him. I know. I mean, it was bad. I felt so. I've, I don't think I've ever felt so bad for someone when they were voted out as I did right then. It's just such and Tony a loved got voted out earlier. Too. He's such a loved character, and and he didn't get sent home the right way. You know, it was just like ah. It, it was definitely a weird situation. I, let's go back to it. Let's kind of go back to how it all started. We get to the immunity challenge, and they find out that two tribes are going to tribal council. Not the first time this has ever happened. I mean, there's been times where both tribes have gone to tribal council. They each vote someone off. So I'm sure that's what they're thinking, right? Yep. They go. They do the challenge. Uh, it's real close at the end there, but Jeff Varner messes up. And then... Jeff Varner always messes up. He's horrible at <laughs> Right? He messes up. So the... What are the... I don't even know what the names of the tribes are, but the... Green, what are orange, they? Orange? Blue. I think that's what everyone on the internet is calling them, so that's what we're going to stick to, too. The Orange and Blue Tribe go to Tribal Council, and they find out after the challenge that both of them are going to one Tribal Council and voting out one person. Now, this, what did you what did you think when you saw this? This is one of the most epic change-ups I have ever seen on Survivor. It throws so, did you like so it? many elements into this. Um. It was good viewing. Uh, right. <laughs> as far as like the kettle will raise to the top or the cream will raise to the top of the pot. I, I don't know. I, I, it's like you have all these strategic players that know how to play the game and, and they throw this weird twist in there, which completely throws off the game logics. But I think I do like it. I think I liked it a lot, actually, because it actually had all these players that have that know what they're doing. have done this a hundred times before. And all of a sudden we've thrown them into a situation where nobody had any idea what to do. Right. Well, here's the one thing that I think could have made it better. And that I think people are talking about out there. But I think that if they could have gone back, both tribes gone to one beach before sure. tribal council, where they could all talk to each other beforehand. I think we definitely wouldn't have lost Malcolm at that point. And no. we probably would have lost somebody we don't care as much about. And I know that you had a little bit of interaction on the on one of our Facebook groups that we're in for Survivor. Yeah, but... Survivor fans, Facebook Survivor fans. We've enjoyed being part of that community, and I hope some of you are listening right now. Um, yeah. I went out so... and said the truth. There is... 
well, my truth. <laughs> you guys can debate this on what you have. Speak your truth, right? Um, right. That everyone is upset that Sandra wasn't the one to go home. I was upset too. But I put out the point that Malcolm is who they should have sent home. Because right now we are still tribe versus tribe. The orange tribe, who is proven to be pretty weak, had a chance to knock a powerful player off the blue tribe and maybe give themselves a chance in challenges. And that is exactly what they did. And Sandra was not going to influence how the challenges went for them moving forward. Malcolm was. And that's why I will stick to, I think it was a great decision for the orange tribe to do this. I halfway agree with you. I actually believe that in the interest of Brad Culpepper, it is not his best interest for Malcolm to go home. Tony is gone. Caleb is gone. Now Malcolm is gone. How many challenge threats are left? You got JT, you've got Ozzy, and maybe Troyzan. Like, Brad's the biggest physical threat, one of the biggest physical threats left in the game now. He's gonna be he's gonna be a target. You got Malcolm in the game. You've got a big target still there. Right. But... It's not like he's the only physical threat either. So that way, so you, you can't say it's a, so you're saying you can't say it's a smart move as if he knocked out the only physical threat left and now he's going to be able to dominate through. You're saying that there's still enough left, but he is going to be one of those targets. Yes. He's going to be, he's going to be one of those targets and JT and Brad had an alliance before the swap, right? Yeah. Obviously, that's what caused a lot of the commotion, which we'll talk about in a minute. But Malcolm and JT were very close, and Malcolm's whole game plan was to keep these strong players around. He wanted to work with Brad, so they would be able to work together and kind of shield each other. And I think that in the long term, I who knows how this is all going to work out, but in the long term, I think it would have been better for Brad for Malcolm to stay. Now, Sierra, maybe not. Ty, maybe not. Haley, maybe not. But Haley didn't really want to be on that side, but we'll talk about that too. And Deb, I think she probably wanted Malcolm out. Sure. But there would be another question real quick is, I'm saying it's a genius move by Brad. Was it? Or was it a scramble move because they had no idea what to do? Were they afraid? Did they want to do Sandra? But they were afraid to do Sandra because Sandra was the obvious choice. Sierra, that's probably it. Sierra wanted to get out Malcolm, and that's kind of why Malcolm went, I think. Because she said that early on, like, let's let's go for Malcolm. Let's go for Malcolm. I think the plan originally was to go for Sandra because, you know, Sandra probably doesn't have an idol. And nobody, you know, they're not going to try and protect her. No one's going to give her an idol, those kind of things. We can get rid of a strong strategic player instead of a strong physical player. Sure. But events transpired, and that did not happen. So let's talk a little bit about where this all went wrong. So we get to Tribal Council, right? Yep. And, you know, they're kind of doing the normal Tribal Council thing. And JT, you know, he starts to look a little worried turns to Malcolm and goes, I'm going to go tell Brad that he's safe. And Malcolm's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just whatever. Do what you're going to do. Gets up and he goes tell him, goes and tells him that Sierra's the target, which, bad idea. Bad idea. Don't tell so Sierra. So he actually communicated yeah. to Malcolm that he was telling Brad something differently? Because I totally missed that. 
so he told him that he was going to tell Brad that he's safe. Not that, uh, not who the target was. So what he was trying to do was reinforce trying to get his agenda done because JT wanted Sandra gone, basically. Sure. So he was trying to tell Brad, like, you know, put your votes on Sandra, put your votes on Sandra. We're voting for Sierra. That's the part he shouldn't have done. It probably would have worked out okay if he didn't tell him that. Because then they know exactly who to give the idol to and exactly how to get out Malcolm. They knew it was a sure thing at that point. But the confusing part was JT comes back to his tribe at a different part and tells them that he mm-hmm. told Brad about Sierra. He said that like later on he in did, that. He did say that to someone, but I don't think he said it to Malcolm. So, I mean, there were so many conversations going on. And from my understanding, after listening to some exit press, since we're a few days later, I listened to a couple of the things. And... Malcolm said that there were so many conversations like he said he had conversations privately with Sierra, with Brad, with Haley, with everybody. I mean, they thought they had the votes to do it. So, you know, they still stuck with their plan. I did think it was kind of interesting that Haley, you know, she didn't want to go vote because she knew what was going to happen. She probably should have flat out said what was going to happen if she wanted to go with them. But she kind of handled that tribal council pretty well. So I think. what does JT going over to the Orange Tribe do to the Orange Tribe? That's that's such an interesting thing I was thinking about too. When JT went over there and told Brad so it was going to be in- Sierra. Yeah. What does that mean? You don't you don't know what to think at that point. Is this a trick? Is this to throw so us Brad off? Is trusts, this to help us? Brad trusts JT, right? They had... Uh, did, but who, how do you trust someone that's on a different tribe? Right, but... You you can kind of read the room a little bit when things like this happen. This was not a planned move, you could tell. Because, like, you know, he's, like, jittery, jittery in his seat. And he gets up and he goes and tells him. And everyone's like, what is he doing? And then all of a sudden, all these other people start jumping up. So he's like, I know I can trust this information, you know. He can tell just by how things are going. I think Brad's just doing a superb job in this game so far. Regardless of if I think Malcolm was the wrong target... He's at least he, the moves he wants to do. He's executing, and he's executing them based on good gameplay. Sure. Now, if he now, just had a tribe that could actually win challenges, he'd be all set. Yeah, and I know we talked a little bit about getting rid of Caleb was a bad move, bad move for him because. But I'm, I'm looking back at the gameplay from Survivor Second Chances when Jeremy won by keeping a lot of strong players around him for a long time. You know, that's kind of how these strong guys have to win. Because they need other targets that aren't themselves. Sure. Because if you're the only strong guy, you're the only target. Absolutely. And you got to win out, basically. So I think it's it's not a horrible move. It was hard to watch, but it wasn't a bad move. So let I me don't... talk about the other side of the argument is if we're going between Malcolm and Sandra, a lot of people are saying that they were completely idiotic to not take out Sandra. I already gave you why I think that's not true, but um, everyone's saying she is a two-time winner. She is the most elite player in the field that I am mm. way downplaying her right. and that she absolutely needs to be taken out as soon as possible. And how could these quote-unquote idiots keep her around and give her the opportunity to go for a third win? Mm-hmm. Um, would you agree that she's an alpha player out there and that she absolutely needs to be exterminated right this second? Yes, because Sandra needs to be taken out before the merge, because if Sandra gets to the merge, she's not a challenge threat. 
People start to overlook her. It happens. This is how she wins. It happens every time. She starts to get in the safe place. She, she figures out where she needs to go, and she stays there. Anybody but me. But here's the weird thing, is that Sandra's playing, like, way out in front right now. So She is. Way more I than feel normal. Like, I feel like normal Sandra gameplay indicates you need to get rid of Sandra now. But if she keeps doing this, keep her around because... She will get voted out at some point with those two wins under her belt and her talking about it all the time. Sure. And maybe, maybe and, and her claiming plan is... to be Queen B all the time. I mean, there's just things that you shouldn't do. Uh, but if you think about it, this could be a good move. This kind of this idea just kind of occurred to me just now as I was talking. She's being so upfront about her, you know, I've won twice, I'm not a threat to win, but I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be the queen. Maybe people are thinking like, well, she's going to get voted out eventually if she keeps talking like this. Well, and that's but where I'm not convinced her standing's that well yet. I, I don't know where her standing is in her own tribe. I've, I've seen things go her way so far, hmm. but, well, they didn't go her way last time, but that was kind of out of her hands. That was a random, but I, I just think, I'm, I'm still kind of thinking Aubrey is the secret card in there. I just, I've seen her gameplay before, and I think she hmm. might be pulling these cards like she always has. And uh, I think we may see Sandra go home if we see Blue Team go to Tribal by itself. Sure. And from some of the exit interviews, my understanding was that Aubrey's closest ally was Malcolm, and Malcolm's closest ally was Aubrey. Okay. Like they they really connected out there, he said, and they basically told each other everything. So bummer i don't know i don't uh, yeah that's really it's rough for her i mean this has happened to her before you know you remember neil was her ride or die in uh, her first season and he got medevaced so she can't handle this stuff but it's an interesting situation because i don't think sandra and aubrey get along from what i've heard so yeah i'm looking forward to that clash she, but Aubrey won't make that clash unless it's. I, I'm talking a lot of good about Aubrey. Well, JT, I really, really like Aubrey's gameplay. And I Aubrey's one of my favorite players. Yeah. She, she is definitely one of my favorite players. On, not even on the season, just on Survivor in general. I like her, and I think she's safe next time if they go to a Tribal Council too, because JT just made too many waves. You know, the only way she goes home is if JT finds an idol and targets her, basically, and he won't. He'll target Sandra. Well, She's that's in a, a good, good position, and I'm glad you brought drive. that up because I think that's got to be the next talking point is, has JT officially signed his own death warrant with this move? And I, I think the answer is so. yes. I don't think so. Not necessarily. I think if they go to Tribal next week, yes. If they don't, then he has a chance to reaffirm himself into the Tribe or there's some sort of Tribe switch up. I feel because like he had a chance to reaffirm himself into the tribe, and he chose to go over to the other tribe and tell Brad what was going to happen. He definitely screwed the pooch, for sure. I, I mean, don't know if Sandra and Aubrey and anybody else is going to forget that. So as much as I'm talking about Sandra and Aubrey possibly... Sandra will not off, forget it. They're going to knock off JT first. He's easy. He's yeah, easy that's, to get rid of. Yeah, he's definitely the first target, but I think he does have a chance to survive if they don't go to tribal next week. Which will be a little bit harder now that Malcolm's gone. Yeah, I'd say green team just became even more 
superior. That's about all I have to say about Green Team this week. They won the challenge. Well, there's not much to say about them. We don't see a lot of them because there's just not much happening. And that makes me feel like... That's what's happening. Well, it makes me feel like these characters have... They would be showing more of some of them if they didn't last longer in the game, I feel like. I, I don't want to talk too much about edit stuff, but we would see a little bit of their tribe if they were all going to get picked off in two weeks, you know? Yeah, I, potentially. I think, that... I, I think we'll see them. They're going to come, most likely come as a power group into the merge at this point. Sure. But the, now that Malcolm is also gone, I mean, green team's got to be looking their chops at challenges moving forward. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they continue to win and blue or orange continue to lose. Um, and now I would say it is kind of a toss up between blue and orange. I was saying orange is dead in the water, but what they did this week really switched that up for me. So, right. So after all those crazy conversations, obviously Ty ends up playing his idol for Sierra. Do you, and that was pretty crazy that he found a, an idol right before tribal or at least that day. And do you think it was a good idea for him to do that? Or should he have kept that to himself? Should he have just kept that idol and just hope for the best, you know, hoped it wasn't him and, you know, save it, wasn't it for a rainy day. Most likely. What's that? He knew it wasn't going to be him to yeah. argue that point of maybe he should have held on to it. Um, right. He's a loyal guy and he just stuck with his tribe lines once again. And he did what he needed to do to protect the tribe. And He's been I loyal thus far. That was a yeah. great move, actually. He made great television, too. I don't think he's really going to waver much anymore either. I think that he really likes Brad and he's good with Sierra. And I think he's seeing like he, maybe he's learned a little bit from last time where I've got a good group. I need to stick with them. Brad like is kind of like people. his new gentle giant friend. I'm trying to think who last time he had this big basketball player or something that was his buddy. And they were yeah, like, Scott Pollard. He has. <laughs> and now, that, and now Brad Culpepper has, uh, has taken over that spot. And I, I, I feel the same way. Ty is not going to waver from Brad. I'd be very surprised. Um, no, and I think really the only reason he wavered last time was because Scott and Jason were kind of like a-holes, you know? I mean, they, yeah. uh, they he just couldn't stick with them. They wouldn't let him, you know, take part in any decisions or anything like that. So I think maybe he's only a flip-flopper if he's uncomfortable in this situation. And I don't think he's uncomfortable in this situation. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, looks good for him. So. Yeah, I, f I feel like he did the right thing. A lot of people give I've I've heard have been giving him a little bit of crap for you know not everyone's emotional stuff. about the Malcolm thing. You well, want, no, not I want to be mad at Ty because he allowed Malcolm to go home too, but it is what for, it is. From Ty the other side, it was the right really. decision. Yeah, for Ty, this is a great move. I think um, there's a time and a place to use that immunity idol on someone else, and that's a good one. I mean, was, like I said, Malcolm was one of my favorite yeah. guys in the whole game. I thought he was genuine. I liked watching him do challenges. Uh, Alexis likes him for probably other reasons, but uh, <laughs> I just really liked him, man. It was it was really sad, and and on top of that, I don't like Sandra at all, and I felt like it was going to be her. Survivor did a great job this time of editing this thing where it keeps showing her face looking around at tribal they weren't showing malcolm it just looked like it was going to go against her and it was going to be a hashtag blindside and they may as have soon as that, that item was played hashtag up. wow but yeah. oh when i saw malcolm i was like you gotta be kidding me yeah <laughs> so well as soon as they played the idol i knew it was malcolm 
as soon as they played the idol, I knew it was Malcolm. Just because, like, they showed his face. He looked really upset when he saw the idol. He knew. It's very interesting how it all how it all worked out. And I'm sad to see Malcolm go. I'm sad that he didn't make the jury, you know, so we could at least get a question from him at the end, get reactions from the jury. But yep, absolutely. It's gonna this happens in these seasons. I mean, look at the people we've lost already. We lost Sierra, we lost Tony, we lost Yeah, Beast Mode Cowboy, and now Malcolm. But look Crazy. at the cast. I mean, the cast is phenomenal. This but season. these are some of the stronger people on a strong cast, you know? I mean, Sari and Ozzy are big names, but Brad, Sierra, Sarah, I mean... Yeah. Deb, I guess. They're, they're not as strong of characters. Like, these are like... Sierra, Tony, and Malcolm were like the game changers on the cast, and they're gone. So we do this overall ranking thing, right? And we're going to be posting that. And you guys should actually see it before you even listen to the cast now. We'll be putting it up on Reddit and Survivor fan groups and wherever we put in our cast. But um, we will. you've already looked at it, so you see what it is. But I'm going to say, go out on a limb and agree with what you're saying and say that Malcolm, Tony, and Sierra at least, I don't know about Caleb, he probably would have been still close to the bottom. I would have had closer to the top of the list before the season began. Sure. No Malcolm doubt. for sure. Tony would have been lower just because of his target. And Sierra, maybe in the middle. I didn't know which way to go on her. But Malcolm, I thought was, I mean, a lot of people picked him to win. Uh, maybe. I do think a Sari Sandra type of player will end up winning, to be honest. But, um, well, if, if Sandra wins, she's definitely the greatest of all time, obviously. You, three three time winner you can't argue any strategy at that point no a lot of people well, argue honestly, it at this point props already i mean i feel like you're downplaying both of these players and siri is a good player too so siri <laughs> we'll siri is still my winner pick i'm i'm gonna keep keep her on as my she's winner the ultimate pick. coattail rider man She's not. She's not, man. We're we're gonna have to do like an off season podcast where we go back and watch two of her seasons. <laughs> I promise even three, you. Even when she went out earlier. So so you're saying that she's a beast, right? She's not a coattail rider. She's a total beast, right? I mean, they're totally gonna be looking at her as a tribal or uh immunity challenge threat then when they merge, right? Is 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 that how we look at players only by their immunity challenge? All right. Well, she's gonna be completely in charge of the tribe, right? possibility we'll see i bet she's not i bet she's she is more strategic i will i will name at least five right off the bat that she's more strategic than she's more strategic than ozzy more strategic than sarah michaela andrea probably zeke well you could definitely try strategic it worked for a long time in survivor i I would actually say survivor 101 for seasons one through ten coattail was the way to go um, i'm very glad the game has evolved where people are now fans of the game playing the game and that they normally are voting for the person they believe should have won and not the person that hurt their feelings or didn't hurt their feelings i'm sorry so i think the game has evolved in that way um, sure so we'll see we'll see how it plays out on our rankings if you've looked at them i'm sure you have if you're listening to this most likely i start i i put it first and then i let Zach draft it or, or see or or uh, proofread it. See if we're on the same page. Uh, I do have Saria as number one. I hate to say it, but uh, right as of now, she is my number one pick to win. So, vomit. 
Who was your week one pick, though? Do you remember or no? I feel like it was Haley or something like that. Uh, no, probably Aubrey. I have a thing for we'll Aubrey and her game. Let's we'll go back because we we should go with our week one picks too. We should keep those as our season predictions, and then we can think talk about who has the best chance to win week to week. Sure, but yeah, I think Sari. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with your Ozzy at number two, but he's in a strong place right now, so I didn't mess with that. Um, for me, I made a couple drafts or you know redrafts of your initial list, and really the only thing I did was move Brad and Sierra up because you had them a little bit lower, yep. and I put them up a little higher because they're in a tight alliance and at the top of their tribe, at the top of their current tribe. And I do think that if you have a tight alliance, and they do... It's perceived that they are in the tightest alliance in the game, even though it's only three people. A tight three is better than a not tight six. You know what I mean? You could be three to six, and if they're not tight and you guys are, you got a better chance. Absolutely. And that's how JT won his first season. I mean, he merged over with one ally, ended up winning the game. So So in case nobody, in case somebody listening to this hasn't seen the list, we have Sari, Ozzy, Aubrey, Sandra, Brad, Sierra, Sarah, Jeff Varner, Michaela, Andrea, Zeke, Ty, Troyzan, Deb, JT, and Haley. Is there any argument that Haley should be last? Uh, yeah, actually. I don't know if she's necessarily last. I think she has a lot of places to go if she can avoid going to tribal once or twice. If she can make it to the merge, I think she's in a good spot. Deb, I would put last. Debbie, I would put last. Well, that's the interesting. W- Debbie could definitely be off next week. We'll see. Uh, yep, I think Michaela has a good chance of going going so. early too. She's a strong female, and she can rub people the wrong way with her. You know, she gets very angry if they lose a challenge, and you can't show anger at your own tribe because they'll just get rid of you. I really like Michaela, but she's such a wild card. She's on my wild card pick. I have yeah. uh, Ty as kind of a wild card, but. But you kind of argued to he's probably going to be loyal, and you're probably right. Uh, Deborah, Debbie, <laughs> Deborah, and then uh, Michaela are my three wild card picks that I think their erratic play could send them home earlier than they needed to be sent home. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But Troyzan's the interesting one to me because I think having an idol gives him a little bit of power and he's in a strong tribe at this point. And if he can make it to emerge, he can find himself a new home. If he's not getting along with those people, if they're not trying to bring him in, he can at least find himself a new home, which they should be trying to bring him in at this point because they're a strong tribe and they need him as a number. They Is go it kind of killing you that we don't get to see any green just so we know where they stand? <laughs> Well, there's a lot of characters that I like on that tribe. I really like Sari. I really like Ozzy. I I like Andrea. I like Zeke. I don't really care much for Sarah either way. She might change my mind, but I don't know. From her we first don't get season. to see her ever. And I like Troyzan too. I think he's funny. So, yeah. but we never get to see him. It's driving me nuts. It's like I just want to see where that split is. I, I want to see what's developing there we've got to see it a little bit on the blue we've got to see it a lot on the orange and we continue to on orange but it's like where are they where are they at it's driving me nuts i'm trying to we're trying to do this overall ranking thing and we don't know where any of those people really stand so we're making huge assumptions right now all right well do you have anything else about this stuff or 
No, I think that's I mean, about it. It's been honestly, a great I just see Malcolm go. I greatly appreciate everybody's comments and uh, responses to our stuff. We've had a great time speaking with you. Um, once again, Zach was just for the Survivor fans out there group on Facebook. Zach was just playing with me. We know each other. So <laughs> funny backstory there before we go is they had posted something saying, hey, don't be calling each other idiots and stuff. Everyone was really, really emotional about this Malcolm thing. And everyone was calling each other names and everything. They said, hey, friendly debate's fine, but please no name calling to each other um, or we have to ban you. And then Zach, I put something up and Zach responds to me funny and says, you're an idiot, Brad. So then I had to go back said, to the group and guys, he's my friend, believe it or not. I don't know why, but he is. You know, it's funny because I wondered why you put that. I was like, man, no fun, Brad. But <laughs> you probably saved my fate in that survivor group. Yeah, so. so, yeah. Well, we do have our, we did make our survivor Twitter account that we have been talking about, but it's not Rife Radio Survivor because apparently that's too many characters for Twitter. So it is at Survivor Rife. And hopefully we'll be developing our own Facebook group here in the near future. If we can get enough people, you know, following and kind of listening along to this stuff, we'll create that so we can all interact with each other a little bit better. Absolutely. So in the meantime, we will be active in the ones out there. We enjoy talking to all you guys. Um, if you enjoy listening to us and you want to hear the R-rated Brad and Zach uh, comedy type of show, we do a thing called the Beer Cast every week, which is real fun. You can check that out at riferadio.com. And uh, if you want to see our mugs, you can actually go on YouTube to Rife Life and check that out as well. Yeah, that's kind of like our, you know, live in the Rife Life thing when we go out and have adventures or just, you know, have small adventures. We kind of post post some videos on there. All right, Brad. Well, it was fun talking about Survivor today. Um, can't wait to see what's need, coming up, man. Really can't, can't wait to see what's coming up. All right, let's get out of here. Try that spoken. Try that spoken. <laughs> <laughs>